welcome everyone to the mutants over at table nine otherwise known as moat nine m-o-a-t the number nine where i review and or discuss movies tv shows anything and everything geek worthy so grab a drink and a snack maybe you're on your drive to work whatever the case may be the newest episode is coming at you in three two one Hello, guys. All right. So we are... Today is... I haven't done this in a while since, like, the first episode. Today is December 13th, Sunday, the year 2020, year of the corona. Remember when I did that back in, like, in the first episodes and stuff? Anyway, um, hello. How are you? Hope you all have a good... Had a good week. Hope you have a good week. Great rest of the year. Um. Yeah, things that uh, 2020 is coming to an end. We hope that that also means an end to the craziness, which I personally don't believe. But whatevs. Um. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say whatevs. Anywho, um. No guests this week. Just you and I. Just us. Just the two of us. We can make it. No, I'm not gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ruin your ears. Um, so I'm gonna go through my Instagram feed, and I haven't watched anything, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. I haven't watched. Well, have I watched anything new? Um, I feel like I did. I'm gonna start writing this stuff down. If I do, I haven't really listened to any new album. Music is another one that I need to start doing more often. I. I haven't done that. I've just been watching stuff. Nothing really new. So that's why I'm doing the feeds again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step it up. My plan, I actually think I said that in the last episode. I was going to try to watch Freaky. I have, I, I can watch Tenet, but I just haven't. I probably should. I probably should have done that today during the day and I could have reviewed it. Anyway, so hopefully for the next one. The next one I believe is going to be with Nathan uh, we're gonna go over season all of season two of the Mandalorian. Uh, maybe I can find a way to keep that short-ish, and then do do like a two-segment thing. Do that with him, and then do a review of either Freaky or Tenet. Um, so that'll be next week. If you're listening right now and you have a preference, I I really like for the emails and stuff to start coming in. So. Uh, let me know what you guys think. If you have a preference, if if you want me to review it before you check it out, let me know. Um, okay, so we'll just jump in. I, I I try to script it a little bit so it's not as chaotic because there's a bunch of stuff that um, I have on here. First and foremost, um, rest in peace, Mr. Tiny Lister, Tommy Tiny Lister Jr., uh, for the older generation, you know, Fifth Element, of course, Friday, he was Debo. I remember him way back in the day when I was a kid and I watched a movie called No No Holds Barred. No, no. Oh, my God. I can't remember. No Holds Barred. Something like that. It was he was the bad guy. I believe Hulk Hogan was the good guy. Like It was just bad 80s movie, but I loved it when I was young. Um, he had a role in uh, The Dark Knight. Um, see, he always had a, a real mean look about him. I remember when he was doing a little bit of the wrestling stuff. He was, of course, a heel, a bad guy. 
Um, most of his roles were some kind of tough guy, some version of a tough guy, uh, mean maybe. Uh, the only one that I can think of that wasn't like that was in Fifth Element, where he's playing, I believe, the president, and um, he's very mild mannered. But I, I, I don't know. I always got the feeling that, like in person, he's probably like one of the nicest people ever. Um, but he passed away. He was sixty-two, I believe. It was something about COVID. I think he recovered, and he was insisting that he thought he had caught it again, something to that effect. Um, but uh, in honor of him, if you guys want to join me, I think this week I'll try to watch something with him in it and pay a little tribute, thank him for providing some entertainment for us. Um, so yeah, get the sad one out of the way. Um, then this one I threw in there just because I figure I, it appears I have a younger audience. Not that I have a huge audience, but I love you guys all the same. Uh, I threw this one in there in case some of you, I didn't watch it, but in case some of you all did, iCarly, uh, this is from, oh, I'm sorry. Well, the other one was just random news. Uh, this one is from Geek and Great News. That's G-E-E-K-N-G-R-E-A-T-N-E-W-S. Geek and Great News. Um, uh, iCarly revival series is happening. Miranda Cosgrove, Jerry Trainer, and Nathan Cress will reprise their roles. I never, I know it existed. I never watched it. If you guys loved it, there you go. There's a, a reboot or revive. What do they call it? Um, revival. Uh, I'm, a revival to me would mean that they're gonna pick up where they left off. That's what I would assume because if not, they would have said a reboot. But it's saying that it's the same actor, so it's kind of like Full House and Fuller House. I think it's that kind of thing. Um, but if you enjoyed that thing, that kind of thing, then there you go. Um, moving on. Again, geek and great news. Um, Nicholas Cage will star in History of Swear Words. The series following Nicholas Cage, oh, I'm sorry, the series follows Nicholas Cage discovering the origins of cuss words like fuck, shit, bitch, damn, etc. Uh, it will release on January 5th on Netflix. Nicholas Cage to me is just so weird. I, I I don't know how they got him to do that. He's like not exactly the biggest actor in the world, but yet he's made like 10,000 movies that go straight to Netflix and stuff. It's I don't know. I, I find it a bit odd for him to be doing that. It's almost like a jump the shark type thing where his career's washed. It's like to me, it's like when they get celebrities to host um the price is right or just stuff like that. It's like, ooh, your career is kind of over, buddy. Like, nobody really wants to give you movies and stuff, so they're doing that, these little side gigs or whatever. But, I mean, hey, it's it's more money than I make and more power to them. Like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that seems to be what happens. Um, let's see what else. Of course, we know that because Disney bought out Fox and all these other companies, the Alien franchise and the Predator franchise are now under Disney, which, of course, means that the queen from Alien is officially a Disney princess or Disney queen, whatever. Um, so I, I just figured I'd throw that in there. TV Movie Land on Instagram has Alien series in the works at FX with Fargo creator Noah Hawley. I believe that's how you say the last name. H-A-W-L-E-Y. Uh, Ridley Scott in talks to EP. So I'm assuming that's executive produce. 
direct from Deadline. Fa uh, FX boss John Landgraf made official what has been out there for some time. The cable network is moving quickly to make a series based on the on the hit 20th Century Fox movie series Alien with Fargo and Legion creator Noah Hawley. I think that's Hawley. Uh, stepping into the creator NEP chair with the network in advance talks with the franchises. Helmer Ridley Scott to join as EP. I'm assuming that's executive producer. Landgraf announced the news about the Alien series today during Disney Investor Day. So I, I'll take this as a segue into Disney Investor Day. I'm pretty, real quick, I'm pretty excited for that. I like the Alien franchise, the Predator franchise. They could have done so much better with Alien versus Predator. Cind uh, and I have a theory that they dumbed it, not dumbed it down, but dropped the rating and kept it PG-13 so that they can keep the kids in, interested in stuff and... I don't know. I just I loved Predator. I loved Alien when they combined the two uh, properties and started doing Alien versus Predator. And apparently they exist, I believe, in the DC universe, because I think Batman even had a run of Batman versus Predator. Um, it just got too much. They were trying too hard to just make money off of it and not really give us quality stuff, which is. What I'm fearful of with Marvel having so much stuff, um, but again, that transitions into, well, let's, let's get rid of this other one real quick. Not that it's news to just throw to the wayside, but it does tie in. Now, let's save that for after, and I'll tell you why. Um, it's a DC stuff. So anyway, Disney had their investor day. For those that don't know, it's like Apple having its event where they announce the iPhone and stuff like that. Apparently, Disney has something similar. They have Disney Investor Day. I guess it's just um, kind of like a big old meeting to say, hey, you know, everybody that's invested, interested in investing, this is what we have coming down the line. Buy stock now because when this stuff comes out, we're going to be really hot. Um, there's a they, they released. There's so much news on Instagram. The ones that I follow, it's just story after story or post after post after post of all this stuff that they're releasing and honestly it really is amazing just between star wars and um marvel uh this is the probably the main post tv movie land posted a uh, screenshot of um, disney's official twitter uh over the next 10 years roughly 10 marvel series 10 star wars series 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar series, plus 15 all new Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar features will be released directly on Disney Plus. Um, real quick, get that part out of the way. Apparently, Disney, um, HBO Max, a bunch of these streaming services, they're starting to move forward with releasing stuff um, straight to streaming. Um, some of them are going to do... It seems like the ones that are kind of like the back in the day we'd call B-movies, it seems like they're going to release straight to streaming. And the bigger hits are going to release on streaming the same day that they release in theaters. Um, I, I get the apparently, I don't know if it was Christopher Nolan, one of the big, bigger directors was pretty upset that they're doing that. Um, the guy that's, 
gosh, I can't remember whoever whoever's doing Dune criticized it pretty harshly. I get it from their standpoint. It's it's not what they're used to, and they they make they shoot their films and stuff with the thought or the plan of it being on the big screen. So you, you know you you make you do certain shots. And you go wide because you know you have that big, huge screen to show like an entire landscape where if the people are going to be just at home, I, I imagine you shoot it different if you know that that's going to be the case. But they didn't shoot it that way. And then now they're going to release it that way. Um, I, I kind of agree with them. I I would much rather go see it in the theaters. But the thing is, they're not saying they're releasing it straight to streaming. It's going to be in theaters and streaming. So people that are still going to be worried for quite a while about COVID and stuff like that, that aren't willing to go out. They're probably going to be willing to rent it at home. Just like Mulan, you, you could stream it, but you had to technically pay like the 20 bucks for it or whatever. And Cinda and I were having that discussion. She's like, who's going to pay that? And I, I can see people paying that because it's not that bad if you really think about it because if you want to make it a movie night and you just don't want to go to the theaters because of the covid or anything you know anything else hey drop 20 bucks that's going to be you your significant other maybe some kids invite a couple friends or i mean it's 20 bucks is not that big of a deal when you think about you had gone to the theater let's say it's you like let's say me for example it's me cinda and probably my oldest because the little one's not going to sit there through through a movie so it's three of us that's three movie tickets. That's already like, what, almost 30 bucks? Um, popcorn, soda, all that stuff. But just the three of us, it's going to be easily like 50 bucks. So here we go get the snacks ahead of time, sit down, drop 20 bucks. We're going to spend maybe 30 instead. And then when we're in the comfort of our own home, I can have it as loud as I want, turn down the lights. It's not the experience of the movie, but. I could see people doing that. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't want to do it. I still want to go to the theater if I can, but honestly, I haven't been to the theater in probably like a year now. It's crazy, but anywho. Um, so yeah, people are freaking out about that stuff. You're gonna hear my timer go off here in a second. I apologize for that. Let me see if I can turn it off before it goes off. Um. So yeah, people, uh, directors and stuff, freaking out about that. Um. And uh, what was I talking about? What was going to release? Oh, um, yeah. Like I said, there's there all this stuff that Disney is putting out for Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar is going to mostly hit uh, Disney Plus. The shows I get, they're, of course, they're going to hit the Disney Plus. But, I mean, that's crazy. 10 Marvel, 10 Star Wars, 15 Disney, Pixar series and then 15 disney live action animation and pixar features dude that is crazy that's 10 20 35 that's like 650 different things that are gonna be released that's just bananas and that's why this is what i was talking about when i'm like i i'm getting a little oversaturated with all this stuff like i i enjoy it i'm I'm gonna watch the shit out of most of it but that's just crazy anyway uh i have a I have a bunch of them here um ahsoka ahsoka tano uh she had uh, an episode on the mandalorian like two episodes ago uh if you, you'll know her from the clone wars animated 
she's getting her own show with apparently it's going to be uh, Rosario Dawson um, taking that lead role. Uh, the Alien series that I talked about. Uh, this one was pretty big. A Hayden Christensen is going to return as Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker in the Kenobi series. It is now official. Obi-Wan is going to get his own series. And uh, if I read correctly, it is going to be Ewan McGregor. Um, starring in that, um, there's going to be Andor, for those of you that know, uh, will release in 2020. Lando is apparently getting his own series in development with Danny Glover reprising his role. I actually like Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Donald Glover. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, She-Hulk is moving forward. Uh, Tim Roth and Mark Ruffalo have apparently signed on. Um, Tim Roth, of course, reprising his role as the Abomination. Um, so there's that. The Bad Batch is an animated Star Wars that's going to come to Disney Plus. Uh, taking place, it seems like, around the time of the Clone Wars. I think it looks like the same animators. There's a trailer for that. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a trailer for that if you want to check it out. I'm sure there's a couple of others that have it. Um, I have a post here from the Mighty Miles, underscore in the beginning and the end. The Mighty Miles, M-Y-L-E-S, um, has a... A uh, little post here of the many different ones. Captain Marvel 2, Hawkeye. I'm not sure if Hawkeye is a movie or a show. I want to say it's a movie. She-Hulk is a series. Moon Knight is a series. They're supposed to have Oscar Isaac star in that one as the Moon Knight. Secret Invasion apparently is going to be a... I want to say a limited series. Um, but that one... I I don't know a lot about that storyline in the Marvel comics. But that's a, that's a big deal. Ironheart, which I'm pretty sure was going to happen. I was really hoping that they were going to do the kid from Iron Man 3. He even shows up at an endgame when they're having Tony Stark's funeral. Um, I thought he was going to take over the Iron Man mantle a bit, but they're doing Ironheart. I'm not sure if that's a show or a movie. Um, might even be animated. I can't remember the screenshots of it, but... Um, that'll be interesting where they take that. Uh, they're doing Armor Wars, which is supposed to be, um, War Machine is going to be battling, uh, apparently it's Tony Stark's worst nightmares where all his armor falls into the wrong hands or his tech. And I believe it's, uh, Rhodes, um, War Machine doing battle there. Uh, th this one, I don't, it's a real thing. I don't know. I'm going to watch it just because Guardians of the Galaxy is so hilarious to me. I love the comedy in it. It's fun to watch. But the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, whatevs. I Am Groot, it looks to me like it's going to be animated series. But I don't know. It's it's just um, the font is all green and has branches through it. And then Quantum Mania, that's Ant-Man and Wasp. I want to say that's a show as well. Um, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes has Marvel 2. Uh, they're having an uh, what if. I don't know if you guys heard about what if is supposed to be in the Marvel Universe, but it's uh, turns out it's an animated series. Um, but it's supposed to show what if, like uh, the main trailer is showing that what if it was, um, oof, Carter, Agent Carter that uh, took the super human serum, super soldier serum instead of Rogers. Um, Captain Britain or something. That, that's going to be pretty cool. I like those what-if scenarios. 
Uh, they've really t- uh, Rotten Tomatoes again has a full trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That trailer looks awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. It doesn't seem like um, Falcon is full on Captain America yet. It still seems like he's just struggling. In my the from what I saw, it looks like he's still struggling with taking on the mantle. But it's them too. It is. Um, the original actors, so that should be interesting. Uh, oh, Rogue Squad. Uh, again, Rotten Tomatoes has this on their Instagram. Um, where is she? Where's her name? Patty Jenkins. Uh, it, it's a real... I'm going to describe it to you. If you want to skip forward like five, ten seconds and just watch it instead of listening to me talk about it. But it is so cool. It's her, you know, rollerblading and like... Uh, airport um fbo ramp uh towards her car and then she's talking about you know her father was in the military and this and that and she's changing she gets to her car and she's changing at the trunk and she's talking about this stuff and then she she's basically saying you know she she appreciates aircraft and um stuff like that pilots and then they cut to her finally putting on the rest of a jumpsuit and she puts on uh like a rogue squadron helmet and she starts walking and they pan the camera to the left and there's an x-wing waiting there that she's walking towards and oh it's it's so sick uh, she's supposed she's supposed to be uh directing um a star wars film rogue squadron uh, just the that little clip it's so awesome um again rotten tomatoes has a picture of anakin and the obi-wan kenobi banner um i already said ahsoka this is probably the one let me see what else i have on here captain marvel what if armor wars ahsoka yeah 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 okay this one is probably i wanted to make sure i discussed all that because the one that i'm excited for the most that they announced they have like a little animation showing marvel studios and then it's lights that shine and stuff and it shows the number four they have officially announced that they are rebooting the fantastic four all kinds of awesomeness i am really looking forward to that i did not a lot of people don't like the original fantastic four the first two were decent i don't think they did the silver surfer well and they especially didn't do galactus well but um, I le- I enjoyed the movies. They were good for at what they were at the time. They were good. The reboot that they did, what that was atrocious. What they did with Doctor Doom was just oh so stupid. But I'm excited because even though I don't, I I didn't read a lot of Fantastic Four, and I don't know as much as I probably should. Just like on the surface, Doctor Doom to me is one of the coolest. Uh, Marvel villains um, if you get into his lore he's like so powerful and just he's going to be a force to reckon with and I, I remember seeing another post I didn't save that one but um, somebody, somebody was saying like if you thought Thanos was trouble wait until Doctor Doom starts fucking things up like that guy he's on another level um so I'm really, really looking forward to that one. That's probably the biggest. Uh, I don't know. Obi Wan is pretty huge, but as far as movies, I think that's probably one of the ones that I'm most excited about. So 
There's that, there's that, there's that. Where do I have that? I want to save that till the almost end. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to get into, and I'm going to segue by doing this. As far as Spider-Man news, uh, Dr. Octopus uh, is back. Mr. Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2, I think. Um, He has joined the new Spider-Man movie. And then also um daredevil the guy as uh, charlie cox that played daredevil on the netflix series he's reportedly joining the cast of spider of uh, the third spider-man movie so they're basically confirming if i remember correctly with uh dr strange um multiverse of madness or whatever they're confirming that he's in Spider-Man as well. It all ties together. They're doing apparently the Spider-Verse thing where it's like three Spider-Man and all that stuff, which it just sounds absolutely crazy when you hear how many people are in this thing. They're supposed to be Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield along with uh, Tom Holland. It's supposed to be Doc Ock. Daredevil is in there. They got um, Jamie Foxx to come back as uh, Electro. Like it's just, they got um, James Franco to come back. I don't know if just as his, as the friend or as um, the Green Goblin. It, it's just crazy how many people are in there. And the reason I was going to segue into this because it I, it made me I thought about it the other day. Like I hadn't really paid attention. They're kind of doing the same thing with Flashpoint, uh, the Flash movie, where they're just bringing in tons of people. Supposedly they're they're getting. They're trying to get Michael Keaton and uh, you know other Batman and just bringing in a whole bunch because it's supposed to be not a multiverse thing, but kind of if you know the Flashpoint story, um, they're supposed to be doing that, and it's going to be crazy because between Spider-Man doing that and then Fla- uh, DC doing that with the Flash movie, oh, it's going to be, and they're both I believe coming out close to the same time, so. That's gonna be crazy, um, but yeah, both of both com- both entities are going hard on this, bringing tons of people into one movie. That's gonna be a long. If those movies aren't two and a half hours with all the stuff that they plan on showing, the battle scenes are probably gonna be absolutely crazy. Depending on how many of them are fighting at the same time, that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, real quick, I'll probably just touch on this one real quick. This could be an entire other episode. Moving on from geeky stuff we'll get into more regular movies uh they did a filmpedia f-i-l-m-p-y-d-i-a on instagram did a best actors and this one is a best actresses um this one's really tight you know what i didn't get into this one because this one i thought was just all over the place i did and i did this and oh it was it was tough man because this they have Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, Tilda Swinton, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, Sally Field, Natalie Portman, Elizabeth Taylor, Kate Blanchett, Kathy Bates, Frances McDormand, Amy Adams, Kate Winslet, Helen Mirren, Ingrid Bergman, and Viola Davis. I'm not too big of a fan of like Amy Adams. Maybe Nicole Kidman, but the rest of them are like these are amazing actresses, man. I, I almost think it's unfair to pit them against each other. Just give them all like, let them all be the best. That's 
I had more to say on the the actors just because that's more arguable. But the, I'm like, they are all these females are all amazing, man. Just I don't even want to pit any of them against each other. But in long story short, you go through it. If you go through film, Peter, you hey, you you do it on your own and see what you think. But uh, apparently, uh, Miss Meryl Streep ended up winning that one, and rightfully so. She's she's a badass. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has a Christmas movie showdown, the same thing, like a bracket thing. And they did, they put a Christmas movie list. I wanted to touch on this real quick because it, it did a couple of things that I'm just like, no, 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 no. Um, then they did a two-sided bracket, which is pretty cool. I'm going to have to see how this ends up, but they have, it's a wonderful life. The Polar Express, a Christmas story. They have bad Santa. I haven't seen bad Santa, but. I don't know if I consider it a Christmas movie from what I've seen. Now, if it has Christmas spirit and it's Christmas story, then okay, I get it. But from what I've seen, it, I don't think, I think it just happens to be in Christmas time. But that to me does not make it a Christmas movie. Uh, Muppet Christmas, The Santa Claus, um, of course, Home Alone, Rudolph. They have Die Hard. And this, it's funny to me that every year this seems to be getting to, to be a bigger and bigger deal. I'm going to weigh in. This is my opinion. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yes, it takes place in Christmas, but it has nothing to do with the Christmas spirit. has nothing to do with the holiday. It's, it, it's not like John McClane, because he believes in Christmas, is saving every. No, it has nothing to do with Christmas. It just so happens to take place in Christmas. No, it is not a Christmas movie. Uh, Arthur Christmas, Claus. They have Lethal Weapon. Again, not, or I'm sorry, Little Women. Sorry. Uh, Little Women. Never saw it. From what I know, it's not a Christmas movie either. Love Actually. Uh, I couldn't make an argument, maybe. This is tiny text. I can't see what that is. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Never seen it. I do not like Tim Burton. I probably will see it at some point, but not anytime soon. Um, the other side of the bracket has Elf. I think it's Best Man Holiday. No, that's just... I, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands is on here. Edward Scissorhands is not a Christmas movie. Get it out of here. Christmas Carol... Uh, the Grinch, of course, Christmas Vacation, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I'm gonna venture to say that's probably not. Uh, The Holiday, Christmas Brown, Christmas Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas, Family Stone. Never saw it. Gremlins again. I love Gremlins, and I love Die Hard, and I love Lethal Weapon. I love Gremlins. Um, but it is not a fucking Christmas movie. It isn't. And you know what? As a matter of fact, um, Lethal Weapon isn't on here. If Die Hard is on here, technically Lethal Weapon sh- should be on there as well. It takes place on Christmas. Whatever. Uh, White Christmas, Mo- uh, Home Alone 2, Scrooged. I love Scrooged. It's on my Christmas list of movies that I have to watch. Um, Miracle on 34th Street and Jingle All the Way. This is going to be fun. I think I could do a um an episode with cinda on this one and see what we come up with i think we're gonna have slightly different answers towards the end but it'll be interesting um i am gonna pause real quick because i need to get this dog out of the room um and i'll be right back but through the magic of editing you won't know the difference 
All right, I'm back, guys. And last but not least, um, I'm not sure why I saved this for the end. I think Fantastic Four is what I was most excited about, but this is really, really cool. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has a trailer for a movie that's called Nobody. It is Bob Odenkirk, the guy that plays uh, the attorney Saul in um, Breaking Bad. I started watching this and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's basically if you took a history of violence and John Wick and combined them into a movie. He's apparently some form of special agent that decided to try to get out of the life and just start a family. He gets sucked back in. They're talking about some entity organization that they're, they heard that you're back and they don't blow. It's, it's basically the John Wick story. Um, his family doesn't die like John Wick's, but it, it's, some people would say it's a ripoff. It turns out that I believe it's the same producers. So that makes sense. I got to say, most of the time when I see stuff like that, I'm like, I'm like, eh, it's a rip off of this. It's an, This looks so fun. I really want to see this movie. Um, it's supposed to be in theaters February 26th. Go check out the trailer. If it's not on Rotten Tomatoes, YouTube it or whatever, it's called Nobody. This looks like a lot of fun. Um, it. it I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It just it looks like so much fun. It's 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 an older guy but doing all the John Wick stuff. So I think it's gonna be really cool. Um but that's pretty much it, guys. Uh if this ran a little longer than you would have liked, I apologize. I ranted a little too much maybe, but that's it for now. Like I said, stay tuned, not stay tuned, but come back next week for our final review of season two on the Mandalorian and like I said, I'll try to, if you guys hit me up and let me know which one, I will watch whichever I get the most votes for. I have a feeling that I'm not going to get any people writing names just yet. But um, I'll try to do either Freaky or Tenet. So that'll be the plan for next episode. Season 2 Mandalorian review and a review of either Freaky or Tenet. So have a great week, guys. Love you guys. Be good to each other. See you next week. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys